Welcome back to another episode of From the Stands. And for once, I do know that this is episode 30. Trace. Is that how you say it? No, it's <laughs> Trenta. 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 I know my. Oh, Spanish. God. We all just butchered, <laughs> butchered that. Um, a little bit more going on in the wild world of sports. We're finally getting into some meat. The prime of football season is so close, I can taste it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can taste the meat. Taste the meat. Um, like Burger King or some shit. Uh, oh, God. You taste this juice? BK. Arby's has the meats. Arby's does have If you're tasting anything, it's <laughs> Arby's. Anyways, yes, football is finally here. We finally had week zero of college football, so we got to see our first... Real action. Wasn't a, it wasn't a ton, but it was a nice it was a nice tease into what we're Yeah, I mean do. no really competitive games. I don't think anybody in their right mind thought that Notre Dame Navy would be a competitive game. I also we got a glimpse at the, the next Heisman though. We'll see. I mean he, he did he did ball. He played really well, but he was playing Navy and he's got a he's got a gauntlet this year for a Notre Dame schedule. Clemson is always on that on that list for the most part because Notre Dame is basically an ACC team without claiming the, the ACC. So they do have Clemson, who is still, in my book, undecided. I don't know how good they're going to be. I think they'll be a top-10 team, but I also think the field might be a little weak this year. Um, they've got to go through USC. And they they all, looked good on they looked good on Saturday too. Other than the defense, the defense is so it's poor. I mean it's it's, it's nice poor. it's nice to put up. I think it was fifty six in week one, but it's also they also tough gave to, up twenty six. I think it was twenty eight. Twenty eight. Yeah. To San Jose State. Whose defense yeah. is better, San Jose State or Navy? Uh, oh, that's t- uh, I don't really think they're probably about equal. Both bad. Both bad. Yeah. You can't really put a, can't really quantify those defenses. But we saw more of vintage Caleb Williams. If we see what we saw, he'll be. I think he'll be the first repeat Heisman if he plays. What is it like seventy? Archie Griffin. Archie Griffin. Did you see that one highlight he had where he fumbled the snap? Oh yeah, I saw and that. And still threw a bomb. Literally just picked the ball up and was like, "Oh, he's open." He's mm-hmm. in the perfect offense to win a Heisman again. Mm-hmm. He's got Lincoln Riley, who is. Most notable for producing Heisman quarterbacks. He's now got Cliff Kingsbury as his quarterback's coach. Boo. (laughs) I mean, Cliff was not a great NFL coach, but the man does know how to to, um, develop some quarterbacks. He wrecked Lincoln Riley's last quarterback. I guess it was (laughs) his last quarterback, but yeah. So my, my thing with Sam Hartman is I think he's a good quarterback. I liked what I saw out of him. But Notre Dame has a really tough schedule this year. They've got to play USC. That game might be at home. I think it is at home. But I'm pretty sure they play Clemson at Clemson. Yeah, and they then do. they have Ohio State. Ohio State this year. Finally, I think today they just named their, their, quarterback. their quarterback. I still think Ohio State definitely has the edge. No. Ohio State's quarterback is not better than Sam Hartman. No, but they're... I would say overall, overall, they have better wide receivers and their defense is better. And that game, I believe, is the last game of the three tough games mm-hmm. for Notre Dame. No, it's the first. Ohio it's the first. It's at home September 23rd. It's week five, I think. And then USC is week eight. And then Clemson, Clemson. is, Clemson is like week. the last one. It's November 4th. So it's... Two games so, before the water. I think their best chance to win one of those games would be Ohio State, only because we don't know what we're going to get as far as quarterback play. And Yeah, I don't think Kyle McCord has ever played a college snap before. They're still going to be kind of, I think, tuning up come week five. But on paper, they do have the better team. So that I think that's going to be a really good game. It was nice to finally see some Notre Dame offense for once. I think it'll be a really good game. I am undecided on the USC game because USC put up a lot of points this weekend. So did Notre Dame. 
both don't have great defenses. USC probably has the worst of the two. Yeah. But they've got Caleb Williams, and that offense is could easily average in the 40s this year in points per game. So it'll be a. I think we'll find. I think we'll have a good Heisman race this year. Um, but Sam Hartman's going to have to really perform well in, in those three games to have a Heisman case. Whereas I don't think Caleb Williams' road to a Heisman is as difficult. difficult. No, he plays in an. Well, I guess I can't say he plays in an easier conference because Notre Dame doesn't play in one. But but they don't like giving repeat Heisman's. Obviously, no, they're no, not a fan of them. them. No, but if he played how he did. On Saturday night, they have no choice. Yeah, they can. They, they have. No they couldn't choice. deny him. And I, I still think we haven't seen him play this year yet. But I think if voter fatigue is real, my my second up would be Quinn Ewers if they beat Alabama. That motherfucker's weak, bro. Nah, he's he's got that dog in him. No, and as long as he stays healthy this season. I think they got a good shot at beating Alabama, and if they put up, Al- um, they beat Alabama, and he puts up numbers this season. I believe that'll end up being the Heisman because I just don't see, I don't see Notre Dame finishing the season with less than two losses. Man, and an undefeated Texas quarterback would definitely be the Heisman. You love slurping down that Quinn Ewers jizz, my boy. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just not high <laughs> on Sam Hartman and his non-conference schedule. Man, we play we play Clemson. Teams. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's the what? one hard schedule you've had in years. We've got what? more good football You're coming this USC weekend. USC has historically the last decade been very mid. Very mid. We played Georgia a couple years ago. Yeah, and you lost. You still played them. Yeah, but a, uh, that's just like participation. A loss is a loss. You just said they don't. They finally have a hard schedule, and I'm telling you, the hard games they played. And you're like, well, it doesn't matter. It was a loss. Well, it was a loss. I'm saying, and you didn't have a high. You didn't have anybody in the potential running for Heisman. I'm saying this year, he's going to have to win at least two of those three games to be in the Heisman conversation. He there. He's. I don't believe that the Heisman winner will come from a two or more loss team this year. And I don't think he's going to win two out of three of those games. I think if he beats Ohio State, he has a chance. Because I think Ohio State is one of the two that he's going to need to beat. The second one will probably end up being USC. If he's like, he would have to have his Heisman moment against Caleb Williams. Prop, yeah. After mm-hmm. beating Ohio State. Yeah. And if I, he loses to Clemson, it can, doesn't matter. He can afford Clemson because I think they'll be the out of Ohio State – USC and Clemson, I think they'll... Clemson will be the worst. Clemson will be the worst. It won't be good in terms of for Notre Dame, but if they lose like 35-31 to 31 and Sam Hartman still balls out, I think he can still afford that one. But he's got to have his Heisman moment against Caleb Williams. I think we could see a lot of dudes ball out this year. Especially um, the quarterback position. Sleeper. I know Jack had a sleeper last week. My sleeper Heisman is not Jaden Daniels. But Jalen Daniels, quarterback at Kansas. He is, That's just I, he. He was uh, he balled out last year before he got hurt. When's the last time we've seen? If I'm thinking through Heisman's right now, though, I can't think of the last Heisman that has came from a school that wasn't at least somewhere in the top fifteen. You've got a ton of Alabama dudes up there. And Devontae Smith. What about Louisville? That was the one exception, but even Louisville was a top 10 school that year. It's it's Louisville. I don't know. (laughs) It's like Arkansas. Louisville wasn't ranked that year, bro. They were solid. They weren't great because I remember we played them in the bowl game that year. And whoop Lamar. Louisville wasn't ranked, it says. It says Marcus Mariota, Oregon wasn't ranked. Is that right? 2014? Uh, no, that does so. not sound right. But, um, no, he was really good last year. He got a back injury, so he didn't finish out the year. Big 12 is going to be the weakest it's been in years other than Texas. I think Oklahoma's down. I think Kansas State will still be solid, but they're not like a powerhouse. 
and um, he's the preseason Big 12 player of the year over Quinn Ewers. I think it'll so. be tough. He's going to have to have his, again, he's going to have to have a statement win with a statement like Heisman yeah. moment. All the guys that have won Heisman in recent years have that Heisman moment. They have that one big game where they show up against good competition and they ball the hell out. So if his Heisman moment is against Texas and Kansas is in the Big 12 championship, solid chance. That would be crazy, dude. I don't know. I think if – I know Jax was K.J. Jefferson. No – his, was it Michael Penix? It was Penix. Penix. You're right. He did talk about if somebody really off the wall was going to come in, it was going to be KJ Jefferson. KJ is solid. I could see that too. I just, I don't. Know, for me, it's hard to see a, like a a team that is not at least in their conference championship having the Heisman this year. In 2016, when Lamar won it, Louisville was 21 with an overall record of nine and four. So, yeah, that's probably the last, like, average team. But Lamar was head and shoulders above everybody that year. A man amongst boys that Everybody. Before that, we've had Bryce Young, Caleb Williams. USC wasn't, like, top tier last year. They were still good. They were still good. And, again, he was head and shoulders above everybody else. Even Stetson? Yeah. And then... And then you had Bryce Young, and you had Devontae Smith, and then you had Joey B, and then, and then Kyler. Kyler. Oklahoma Baker. was baller that year. USC then, was 12 last season. Yeah, so still top 15. Yeah, and then Baker. And then... Did they... Wasn't... Weren't they... Were they in the play... Were they in the playoff with Baker or no? Yeah. They yeah. played Georgia in the Rose Bowl. The Probably the best, the college, best college football game I've ever watched. What about that? Wasn't there a good Patrick Mahomes versus Baker Mayfield game? Um, yeah. It w- but I That think, was a really good game. I think it was also regular season, and Texas Tech was never good with Mahomes. Kingsbury. That guy again. Kingsbury was his head coach at Texas Tech, and I think the best record they ever had there was like seven and five or eight and four. No, that Rose Bowl game was uh, it was just back and forth the entire time. The final score was 54-48, I think. Yeah, the, I know it was forty-eight or forty-nine for Oklahoma, and Georgia was fifty-two or fifty-four, and we won or had the chance to win on a blocked field goal and. Double OT in the probably the most storied game in college football in the Rose Bowl. So that was that was crazy, and that was even though he lost. That was does the Heisman come? They do voting before the playoff games. Probably something good to know. I don't think so. I don't believe so. If it wasn't, that was for sure Baker's Heisman moment. I will investigate. Which could be Hartman's Heisman no, moment, but they, he's got to win at least one. No, nah, they wait till after the season because I remember Joey B had that that play in the SEC championship, and that was his Heisman moment. And he didn't win the Heisman until they won the Natty. Yeah. So, like, Hartman could win this year with a, even if they lost a game, but he would have to, like, Beat two of the three teams that he's going to face this year that are top talent. He'll have to and throw then he for... Would, and then he would have to have, in the losing game, a Heisman moment. Okay, so it says, at least this season, November 27th, the Heisman ballots are distributed. December 4th is the voting deadline, and that's when they're announced, the finalists are announced. So it is before the playoffs. And the Heisman ceremony is Saturday, December 9th. So it is before the playoffs. At 8 p.m. Only on ESPN. Before the playoffs, but Joey After. B could have still had he, his he, Heisman moment in the SEC championship because it's the first Saturday of, of December every year. So, yeah. It'll be interesting. It's going to be a good race this year. We'll have some competition this year. I even I still think there's a few non-quarterbacks that are going to have a solid go at it this year. Marvin Harrison Jr. is a dog. Blake Corum is a dog. dog. There's going to be some really interesting 
interesting battles for it. But, I think um, um, I'm excited for week one. I think this is going to be a really good year in college football because there's a lot of um, a lot of teams. There's still, a lot of parity, and a lot of teams kind of fighting for their name to be thrown in the hat to move conferences. Yeah, and I feel like you've got Georgia, but. I mean, obviously, you have, like, Michigan, Alabama, USC, but, like, I feel like there. this is a year where there could be a surprise team in the playoff. It feels like a lot of teams are, like, Alabama. Alabama has a QB battle and two new coordinators. Ohio State's had a QB battle. I don't know maybe so much about a surprise team because one thing we've seen from the committee is the committee likes to put the same teams in, and it is very hard as one of those outsiders to get in, and really the only... Two that I can remember is they put Notre Dame in. Yes, sir. Right after it started, <laughs> and they got their ass whooped by Alabama. And yes, then sir. T- and then TCU last year, their ass whooped in the natty. That game against Michigan was good, though. Yeah, yeah, against Michigan it was good. So, like, if TCU was good again this year, they might have a shot, but it's very rare for, no. at least so far, in the college football playoff for them to select teams that are not, like, for TCU to get selected this year, wouldn't they probably have to go undefeated? Yeah, yeah they'll have no, to go undefeated. Anyway. I'm not saying they're going to. I'm just saying for a team like that to get in this year, it's going to be very tough because what they want to see is really close games and good competition in those playoff games. And when a team like TCU gets blown out, sixty-five to seven was that the score? Yeah, yeah. In the natty, it's the committee turns around the the following year, at least from like what I've seen and. Really, really, really tries to keep it to those major Power Five schools, like the top tier programs that have been known to be good for years and years and years. So it's going to be hard for I think a big outsider to come in. I mean, if we're looking inside the top ten, though, USC does have a chance to make their first college football playoff appearance. Um, I think. I think it'll be the Oregon has a shot. Texas has a shot. Washington could even have a shot, depending on how the Pac-12 plays out. So we could see a few teams make their debut in the college football playoff. I just don't know if it'll be like... When was LSU in there? 2019. 2019. Oh, f- duh. Burrow. Burrow. Yeah. I forgot about Burrow. Um, so, yeah, I think, uh, like, I don't know if I would necessarily say we would see, like, a real surprise team. Mm-hmm. Because most of these teams have still been, you know, at least competitive. For I a think while. it'll. I think we'll have more competition this year across college football than we've seen in the past couple years. Yeah, that's definitely been dominated by the NIL, though. Yeah, the NIL has been both good and bad. Bad. Did you see today? Um, Arik Gilbert got arrested. Did you really for burglary? <laughs> Stole over sixteen hundred dollars worth of stuff from a liquor and vape store. Really. <laughs> And he was still trying. He hadn't even gained eligibility yet for Nebraska yet this year because he had transferred so many times. There's some dudes out there who waste their opportunities, man. I know. I mean, he he had committed to LSU. Played one year at LSU, and he was solid, I think. Transferred to Georgia. Mm -hmm. Sat out a year because of something that was going on outside of football. Following year, this past year, he just didn't play. Like, for whatever reason... Did not play. I don't even think he ever suited up for a game. Then he transfers to Nebraska after, I mean, you go from two powerhouses in the SEC to Nebraska, and then you can't even, like, keep your nose clean to to get in a game. The poor dude has wasted his talent, but I thought I would share that because you obviously know him from being at LSU and then me from Georgia, so. I thought he was going to be the next... Fucking like Gronk at LSU, Brock Antonio Bowers. Gates. He had the he had the potential to be a Brock Bowers. Dude was like six seven, like a more athletic Darnell Washington. Damn. Yeah. And he played one. He's played one full season in college, I think, and he's entering his fourth year. Um. Also, interesting matchup this weekend. I it'll be. It'll be the game of the week for me to watch as far as opening week in college football. Georgia, UT Martin? Hell no. 
Hell no. I'm going to watch that if it's on TV just to see how Carson Beck's playing. But Colorado and TCU. This is going to be a good game. It's going to be a very, very interesting game. I saw, did you see what Travis Hunter's Heisman list was? Yeah, dude. Ridiculous. Bro, he looks like, you remember in Mario Kart? Because that's the dude I sent you, right? Yeah. He kind of looks he like. He looks like the fucking, the, the bomb or the ball on the chain in Mario. That <laughs> that's what he fucking looks like. He kind of looks like, he kind of looks like Kai Sanat. A little bit, like Kai Sinat's little brother. Him and Shadur. Yeah, he said two. him and... It's Shadir. Oh, it's Shadir? <laughs> yeah. Shadir. Yeah, Shadir Sanders. Him and Dion's son. That's kind of disrespectful. <laughs> That's kind of disrespectful. Him and Mr. Sanders. Yeah, Shadir. Anyways, he had himself at number one. Shadir at number two. Caleb Williams at three, and I don't remember who he put at four. Bo Nix. Bo Nix. Bo Picks. Kind of wild. Who's Bo Nix play for? Oregon. Oregon. Y'all sleeping on Oregon, man. He's got them eggshell unis. I mean, he was terrible at Auburn. Real bad. Played two oh, years. Oh, okay. I remember, you remember him now? I remember hearing his name. Yeah. When I went to Auburn. Yeah. Then, then he, he transferred to Oregon because he wasn't good enough to play SEC competition. And now... No, Everybody's raving him. about him in Oregon because he's playing in a conference with no defense. It's like, no shit, he's better. He was good enough at least to get to sign at Auburn and play two years at Auburn. He wasn't good enough to keep up with the SEC competition, so you downgrade to a lower-tier conference, and now you start playing better. Yeah, because there's not as much pressure on you. Yeah, the best team in your conference is USC. He did play well last year after the Georgia game. After the Georgia game. <laughs> the last 11 games of the year. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't keep up in that competition. I'd love to see Oregon be like number four this year, dude. Get their shit rocked. Get their shit rocked. Them XL unis are tough, though. I can't lie. They always got some of the toughest unis in college football. Yeah. If I, I can't wait for that game, though. I would love for Colorado to be competitive this year just so I can listen to Dion talk hella shit. Bro, I saw something. Hold on, let me make sure it's real. I saw something about that motherfucker getting his... Toes amputated. Two toes amputated. So he didn't miss any more Jackson State games last year. Yeah, that's uh, legit. Damn. That's some Ronnie Lott shit. Yeah, dude. Did you see the quote, too, that he said? No. He was like, I looked down and both of them MFers were black. He was like... Aren't they always? He was like... Well, yeah, but he was... <laughs> <laughs> he was like, them things were black. They were dead. What am I going to do with two dead toes? Cut them shits off and let's keep moving. Oh, my gosh. Like, All right, then, bro. I I I would I either like shit, twin. I would either like to see them like win on like a game winning field goal as time expires, or I want to watch TCU win by like thirty five. Nah, I want to see it be close either way, even if they lose. I want to see them them Bison win. Really? Is it Bison or Buffalo? It's Buffaloes. I want to see them Buffaloes win. If I had to pick a game of the week, I mean, FSU, obviously, LSU. oh, okay, obviously you know. Which one I would pick, but if I'm unbiased. But, okay, but the, yeah, I wasn't even, that one slipped my mind because it's a Sunday game. It's going to be the only game watching Sunday, and it's yeah. the only top 10 matchup this year in week one. So I was going like, yeah. we've, already, we've, we've already established that, and the folks at home should already know that like That's the, the game, game of, the of the week is Florida State LSU. Go Knowles. But also true... Like, my favorite matchup that I'm excited to see outside of that game is Colorado-TCU. Also, NCAA, if you're seeing this, fuck you. That's a big call-out. <laughs> I don't know if I like that call-out. We can cut it out if we need to. But NCAA, that was just Lance, by the way. Just Lance. I don't agree with that. I'm not in on that. From the stands, love you. Lance. <laughs> Can do his own thing. Salty LSU Cajun. <laughs> Cajun. I, I like that you now understand that reference. Like, you get it now. I don't know if you get it now, but you can, <laughs> use, uh, you can use it now, so that that's good. I think we'll be fine, though. Crawl Dad Eaters. If I had to pick a different game. Crawl Daddies. If I had to pick a game other than that, I'm taking North Carolina against South Carolina. Ooh, they have that. That's this weekend? In-state, yeah. in-state Dude, rivalry. That would be a good game to go to. They, they, that's like hate week for them. In-state yeah, rivalry. They play Clemson. That's another one. They almost never get to play. Quarterback showdown. Rattler versus Drake May. I honestly hope North Carolina wins. Why? You don't like Rattler? I do not like Rattler. I like saying go Cox. 
And I think for your <laughs> sake, it, I think for a, a Georgia fan's sake, it'd be better if Rattler. It didn't. doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. You uh, were you were you going to say for our sake when we play them as far as like what it looks like for us as a win? I'm just or? saying. I'm just saying it would like as a Georgia fan, I would love to see Rattler go like throw for like 150 yards and like two three picks this weekend versus like 300 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, which is why I would love to see North Carolina win. Yeah, I was saying as a if I was a Georgia fan. Oh, you were just agreeing with my stance in, in, in an odd way of putting it. Yeah, for your sake, I would hate to see Spencer Rattler get on a roll. Oh, I don't – I'm not worried. I mean, I'm not Spencer worried. Rattler's going to be the next Mahomes, man. <laughs> he already, Bro, looks, he already telling, looks like him. I am, Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm telling you. I saw – I remember because I was – like back when I would pass the TV and college game day would be on, they would be comparing those two. Back when he was at Oklahoma. <laughs> well, he ain't at Oklahoma no more for good reason. <laughs> The only reason he's starting at South Carolina is because South Carolina ain't, ain't had a quarterback since. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, I couldn't <laughs> tell you when. That's why he's starting over there. Anyways, we'll move on from college football, and we'll hop in. We're going to really dive deep into, like, the NFL season next week, right before the season starts. You guys got, like, a great preview of the season, but we do want to talk a little bit about some things that are happening around the league right now. Number one, Colts, Jonathan Taylor, unable to come to a new agreement. Colts, unable to find suitors for a trade. Jonathan Taylor will start the season on the pup list. And the Colts will start the season off 0-4. (laughs) (laughs) 0-4. Guess who's going to be throwing a lot of picks? Anthony Richardson. Higher than 11.5, baby. Man, he might hit that number through six games, bro. (laughs) Dude. I'm serious. Two a game. Two a game? Yeah. There's no way they keep him on the field at two a game. Dude, they're going to let him play out the season. I don't know, man. I think that would ruin his confidence more than sitting him after that. Peyton Manning threw 28 his rookie year. 20 fucking eight. Golly. I mean, I see... The same team. I see your point. I I see your point. I'm just like, wow. Like, if I was a quarterback and they put me out there and in six games, I had thrown 12 picks and probably led the league in picks by at least... Four? Nah, Dak will be right there with him. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Wilson will be in third. <laughs> um, oh, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, so I don't even know who. Do we see him coming back at all this season? Or is he going to pull a Le'Veon? If he pulls a Le'Veon, I don't know if his career will ever, ever like uh, recover. recover. I don't either. I mean, so far, the only two people to really do it are two former Steelers and Antonio Brown and... Antonio Brown didn't sit out a year. No, you're right. He just made a fool of himself. You got traded? Dude, we we dish out our fucking disgruntled wide receivers to the Raiders, and it fucks the Raiders every time. And they, <laughs> We've traded them fucking Martavis Bryant, and that the motherfucker couldn't stay off the weed, and then they were like, <laughs> we got a steal. We got, we're, we're getting Le'Veon Bell for a third-round pick? Let's go. And then the dude goes fucking nuts and forces it them to release him so he can go play with Daddy Brady. The Colts offense might be the worst offense in like years, dude. I'm looking at their depth chart. Anthony Richardson, their starting running back now is Zach Moss. Oh. Hey, or, or, is that? Or Deion Jackson. That's Randy's son, right? Zach Moss? Or no, who's, which one is Randy's son? Is he a tight end? Yeah, Thaddeus Moss. Thaddeus Moss. He went to LSU. Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce, Rookie Josh Downs, oh. tight end <laughs> Kylan Granson. Oh. That offense might score like six points a game, <laughs> two field goals. It's going to be a rough year for Colts fans. So do you really think with that offense, they're going to be any better throwing Garner Minshew out there than leaving no. in their fucking... No, I, that's that's fair. I mean, that best player... I didn't know their offense was that best bad. Best player is what, Michael Pittman? If Alan, Jonathan Taylor didn't come back? Literally, Michael Pittman, and he's like the probably like the seventeenth best wide receiver one in the league. Yeah, he's about middle of the road, I'd say. Better or worse like, than Deontay? I'd have to really go through. Um, dude, I don't watch Steeler games enough to like. Well, I never watch Colts games. So. Really weigh in on that? You said Pittman or Deontay? Yeah, I'd probably, probably Deontay. Pittman. I'd take Pittman. 
The only really numbers I know of Pittman were his fantasy numbers last year, and they weren't great. But, I mean, that doesn't necessarily equate to a great receiver. Some receivers are only as good as their quarterbacks, too. So, I think this year, like, production-wise, Deontay Johnson will have a better season than Michael Pittman because Michael Pittman's going to have AR throwing him the ball. Sorry. It's, sorry, Colts fans. Yeah, It's going to be rough. It's going to be a long season for you guys. You guys might be the, the next 0-16 team. Oh, and seventeen now. I mean, oh, they just got to Maybe if they play the Cardinals, they might be might be good. Let's see. You think the Cardinals are going to be that bad? Yes. Even when Kyler they play comes the back? Texans week two, that's a winnable game. They get, they do get to play the Texans twice next year. Yes, they play them season. twice. Yeah, they're in oh, the same, same division. division. Same division. They got the Panthers, mm-hmm. which depending on Bryce and Buccaneers, that's eh. somewhat winnable. Yeah, eh. I, at least the. Bucks still have receivers. Falcons, somewhat winnable. <laughs> no chance. They do got the Raiders, which that could be a win, depending on – because chances are, based on history – Jimmy G gets hurt. Jimmy G's probably not going to be playing the whole season. Devontae might get traded. Uh, if Jimmy G goes down for the season, Devontae will get traded. 100%. Imagine he gets traded to the Jets, bro. Dude, if Jimmy G goes down, I think they – I think we could be looking at a, another – Full rebuild for the Raiders. I think Devontae could get Devontae could be gone even if Jimmy G plays an entirely healthy season. Because I know Devontae is not enjoying his time in Vegas right now. You think he'd go to the Saints? <sighs> Devontae Adams and Chris Olave? Because you know Michael Thomas is never coming back. I don't I know. Do. If they're trading him, dude, he might try to get back to to New York. But he wanted, he he left he left Green Bay to go play with Derek Carr. And then they fucked him by benching Derek Carr and sending his ass away. So maybe I don't know. I didn't think Derek Carr. I didn't think him and Rodgers had any beef though. Yeah, I didn't either. But I don't know. I don't see him getting. I don't know how much cap room the Jets have. I don't know if they would be able to take on his contract because you know Rodgers eating up a very big portion of their cap room. I could see Josh Jacobs getting traded this year. Maybe the Colts get him. He's not there. They don't want to pay him. Oh, well. He, he got an extension. He, he signed that one-year deal. Yeah, he got a one-year one year, deal. Yeah, but they'd be better off trading him this season than waiting for that one-year deal to be up because he's not going to sign back there. No shot. At least during the season, the Raiders have some form of leverage. Yeah, at the end of the season. I mean, I guess they have the franchise tag again. I hate the franchise tag, by the way. I don't. Un, I'm honestly a little kind of confuses me sometimes, but I just don't like it. There's no other. It, it gives, doesn't it exist gives, in like any other sport. Gives it does give teams a cop out. One hundred percent. It doesn't exist in any other sport. The only thing that's like close is like restricted and unrestricted free agents, but that's something you signed up for in the beginning of your contract. It's not something where like, oh, I had a fucking great season. I want my extension. Oh, my team doesn't want to pay me my extension. Franchise tag. I think the franchise tag is the only thing stopping the NFL from becoming the NBA, though. With all the fucking whiny wide receivers wanting to play for their favorite team, and then you have... Yeah, but at this point, they're whining anyways. And I would rather have seen Jonathan Taylor whine and be able to go play somewhere else than now just be sitting out for an entire season because the Colts will just franchise tag him. They gave him the choice to seek a trade, and nobody wanted him. Well, but that, I mean, that's not all JT's fault because, yeah, he can go seek a trade, but then the The Colts Colts are asking a ridiculous price tag. Yeah, nobody's going to give that up. I think I heard something saying the Eagles were... In talks with the Colts. Yeah, that wouldn't have surprised me because Swift is good, but he can't stay healthy. stay healthy. And they didn't. I think they only gave up a seventh round pick for Swift, so it wouldn't be something crazy. I think the AFC South, outside of the Jags, will be the worst division in football. Colts, Texans, Titans. I think they could have three teams below. Five hundred. I don't know. I think the Titans can be at least decent. 
I mean, Ryan Tannehill is not the best quarterback, but he's not the worst. No, but it's going to depend. Like a lot and of he's their, got four easy pickings games. A, yeah, but a <laughs> lot of their, a lot of their starter skill position guys are on the older side. D Hop, Derrick Henry. Mm, I guess their they, schedule's kind of tough, though. They do have Traylon Burks. I don't think that dude's going to be very good. But I mean, their two main skill position guys are both old for their positions. I think the Titans start 0-4-2. Really? What's the first four games? Saints. On, on the road at the Saints. Chargers. Mm. On the road at the Browns. Bengals. I think they could win the, the Browns game. Maybe. But they are at the Browns. If Deshaun Watson plays like he did last season, they can win that game. I don't think he's going to play that bad. And then they play the Colts. They play the Ravens in London. The cool. Falcons. The Steelers. The Bucks, the Jags, Panthers, Colts, Dolphins. Well, they do get to play the Colts twice. Texans twice. Texans twice, and they play the Panthers. Then they play the Seahawks, and they finish the year with the Jags. I see. I could see them probably probably going like maybe squeaking by at nine and eight, but I could very easily. You think they have any quarterback changes throughout the season? I think the Titans are going to go like six and eleven. I don't know because I don't think it's going to be quarterback play that like ruins their season. I think the combination of injuries, them not really having, they're going to end up without their star players. I don't. I they the workload they put on Derrick Henry early in his career is just. I don't think there's any way he's going to be able to stay healthy the rest of his career. D Hop is prone to get hurt. At some point this season, that leaves them with really nobody on offense. The only thing they have going for them somewhat is they have a solid defense, but I don't think it's going to be able to carry them. I think they're gonna they're gonna give it a shot, like they're gonna go through the season with expectations to win games, but like halfway through the season, if they're like two and six or like. Three and five. Yeah, Tannehill's coming out. Put Will Levis in. <sighs> Mr. Mayonnaise menace. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather see Malik Willis in the game, dude. Oh, dude. No, no. Obviously, they don't want him. They fucking, remember last season, fucking brought in Josh Dobbs because they didn't have any faith in him. <laughs> you know, Josh Dobbs is going to go play for the Cardinals now. He's going to play He's court. probably better than Kyler right now, if I'm being honest. Who's starting the season <laughs> for the Cardinals now? Josh Dobbs. Let's go. Actually? Mm-hmm. I love Josh Dobbs. God, they must have thought Colt McCoy was just absolutely ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they cut Colt McCoy. He's pretty McCoy. old, too, isn't he? Mid-30s. Oh, okay, so he's not that old. Maybe not even that old. I don't know. I mean, I remember him at Texas in, like, 09 or something like that. Colt McCoy's 36. Oh, so I was right. About to say, I remember him at Texas, like, 08, 09. He was fun to watch in college, though. Really fun to watch at Texas. Just never panned out in the NFL. For the Cardinals, it's either going to be Josh Dobbs or rookie fifth-round pick Clayton Toon out of Houston. It's oh, going to be God. Josh Dobbs, and I can't wait to see it. Do you see the Patriots cut both backup quarterbacks? They cut Bailey Zapp, and they cut... They cut Bailey Zapp? Mm-hmm. Bruh. They cut Bailey Zapp today, and they cut Malik Cunningham. Damn. Interesting. Cardinals should pick up Bailey Zapp. What? I I guess I guess Belichick has got some faith in Mac Jones. Maybe he's finally got his coordinator situation figured out after last season. Yeah, didn't he get Bill O'Brien back? Yeah. You know what he did last season, right? Uh uh-huh. he took a guy that was a defensive coordinator, made him the offensive coordinator, and then took a guy that was a defensive co- or an offensive coordinator, made him a fucking defensive coordinator. Really? Yeah. Some Bill Belichick. I think he just wanted to prove that. I mean, you can't fire me. He's the man, pretty much. It was stupid, and that's why fucking Mac Jones was complaining so much. Because I mean, I would be complaining too if I was being coached by a defensive coordinator as a quarterback. Yeah, that makes no damn sense. Maybe, yeah, maybe he will be decent because I think Bill O'Brien's a solid coordinator. Yeah, he's just mean. Yeah, he's better in the NFL than he is in college. He he, he's just college. not. He's not a good fucking GM. 
Remember when he was making all them fucking oh my stupid gosh. ass <laughs> decisions in Houston? He coached at uh, Alabama. I don't remember that. Like the last year. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Offensive. I'm pretty sure he was the offensive coordinator for Alabama last year. That has been a revolving door. Was that who he was? Mac Jones was talking to at Alabama then. Because there was that scandal last year where he was. I don't know if it was a scandal, but he was asking the Alabama team, the Alabama coaches, for advice because he wasn't getting good advice from the Patriots coaches. I think so. Yeah. So they just brought him on. That's not a bad. Not a bad. Yeah, I mean, not a bad idea. If your quarterback trusts him that much. Might as well bring him in. The more comfortable your quarterback feels, normally the better they play. Sucks for Alabama. You think Kirby Smart ever tries to dip his toes into the NFL? Nah, he's going to be a Nick Saban. At least not right now. No. Nick Saban was in the NFL. Yeah, but Nick Saban, he didn't start in the NFL. but No, he started at LSU. He won a national championship with LSU. And then he dipped his and then toes he went, in the NFL. And he realized it was a very poor decision, and he came right, right back. back to college. And he ain't ever left. That's what I'm saying. Kirby Smart could do the same thing. I don't think he'll ever try it, though. At least not in the near future. I mean, he went to Georgia. He's a Georgia alum. So, if he's got the opportunity to now create the next Alabama dynasty in the 2020s that Alabama had in the 2010s and go for Saban's record, I I think he'll, he'll do just that. Georgia will pay him whatever he wants. They'll just toss the checkbook on the table. Yeah, you can hear your you can, coach. You can write whatever number you'd like. He's the highest paid government employee in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Is he actually? Yeah. Yeah. Makes more money than Brian Kemp. That's crazy. Good. I don't like old Rhino. Yeah, Brian Kemp's not not terrible. <laughs> this is a well, sport, <laughs> this is a sports podcast. When it's an election year, Brian Kemp ain't that bad. <laughs> I mean, fuck, he's better than Stacy. So, well, you know. Potato would be better than Stacy. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> uh, you put Mr. Potato at an office, bro. Inaudible. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we got sidetracked there. We need to reel it back in, boys. Reel it yeah, back dude. in. At least we ain't no Cajuns. We're going to get shadow banned on. <laughs> hey, Cajuns are fine. We are a great fan base. Oh, man. I'm going to get Tom Segura treatment from the entire state of Louisiana. It's all right. Did you see those jokes that he made in his special? No. Some of the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. I'm going to pull it up for you after this because you're not going to like it, but we're gonna be, I thought it was hilarious. We're going to be rocking Orlando. Who? LSU fans. What's Orlando? I said Orlando. Rocking Orlando. Oh, Orlando. Okay. Okay. It just kind of, you. it ran all together. It was like one word. Rogan Orlando. You going to be rocking like Wander Franco? Nah, not that bad. <laughs> Make Is he sure. going to the minor leagues? He's dabbling for sure. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to love it there. Yeah. He seriously enjoy it. I haven't heard anything else about that investigation. At least Florida State's 18. Bro, did you see the fucking memes about it? It was, uh, it wasn't a meme, but like it was the night before, the night the news broke, they had like the Wonder Franco Youth Night at uh, whatever team he plays for. The Rays? The Rays? Yeah, and they were giving out like shirts with Wonder Franco on it. It says Wonder Franco, whatever's, Tampa Bay Rays Youth Night. You're lying. I'm serious. I saw it. Bro, holy. How did I miss that? I saw it on TikTok. How did I miss that? That's crazy. That's also funny as hell, though, at the same time. There's no way you're going to be able to find it now. The Rays made sure to wipe that from every (laughs) social media platform they had, dude. There's no way you find that shit. Absolutely no shot. As they look for this, I am super excited for football to come back. But like, dude, I can't wait for. Also, baseball is heating up. We're coming up on the playoffs. The NL MVP race is one of the tightest ones I've seen in a while. In a while. In a while. Didn't Goldschmidt run away with it last year? Uh, For the most part, yeah. I mean, he his second half was so hot. There, there was nobody catching him. 
Um, it's really nice to see the race. I, I wouldn't have minded if Ronald ran away with it. I still think he's, and again, this is, I mean, I can't take bias out of it. I am a Braves fan. I want to see him win it. I think he's the best player in baseball. There is a case for Mookie Betts. You know, get me wrong. I think Mookie plays better defense. And Mookie does have more homers and RBIs. However, Acuna is about to be the first player in the history of this over-a-century sport to have 30 home runs and 60 steals. And I don't want to hear all this, oh, they're Mickey Mouse deals. It, that's coming from Dodger fans. And if you're going to call it Mickey Mouse deals, you need to accept the fact that the only ring you've got since, like, the 90s is a Mickey Mouse ring. So if you're going to call the steals Mickey Mouse, your World Series ring is Mickey Mouse. That's number one. Number two... He still has the same argument that people have with Barry Bonds. He still has to get a good jump and steal the damn base. The bases are slightly bigger. Slightly. I'm talking like on each end. They're about this much bigger. I mean, like. Hey, man, every inch counts. Dude, but it's not, it's not even the size of like my pinky finger, dog. It, doesn't, it does not make that much big of a difference. The whole Two, you can only disengage twice. If you're a good pitcher, you should not have to disengage more than twice to keep a runner at bay. That's BS. I played baseball for over 10 years. There was at no point did I ever need to disengage more than twice to hold a runner close. At that point, the dude's stealing on you if you've disengaged for a third time because he's like, man, I'm in this dude's head. No reason to be picking off more than twice. I think... Um the reason some of Mookie's numbers look so good is just because he's been on a tear for like three weeks. Yeah, he's the he's only really had he was batting two eighty up until like he's had the a, beginning of August. He's had like a three four week stretch of crazy baseball. But other Acuna than, has batted three thirty plus the entire season. He's gonna have thirty four thirty five bombs. He'll break. 90 RBIs, still has a shot at 100, and he's probably going to have 70 swipe bags. On top of all the runs he scored, his OPS, like, he is the most valuable player in the National League. Matt Olson is going to lead the league in RBIs because Acuna gets on base so much and steals so many bags and gets into scoring position for Matt Olson. That's valuable. Having the highest OBP is valuable. Having the most hits, he has more hits than Luis Arias. Single God. <laughs> Having the most hits, that's valuable. Having 70 swipe bags, that's valuable. So I think I do think Mookie has made it close. But I don't think that a good four-week stretch. Oh, Acuna, he's in second now. He's in second behind Freddie. But Acuna has 23 more hits than Mookie. He's scored nine more runs than Mookie. Higher on base percentage. Mookie has a higher slugging. And OPS. But again, his OPS has jumped... Ronald's just in the last three, four weeks. Like a three-week stretch, four-week stretch of just insane baseball. Cunha's still hitting 334. Yeah, a three, four-week stretch of insane baseball should not negate an entire stellar season. And that's what they're trying to do right now, which I, in my opinion is completely bogus. Because if, if it's just a who who can have the hottest stretch at one time award, give it to Arias. He batted 400 into June. He's still batting 350. Where's all his praise? It's just, I, I don't like that argument. It's a, it's an enti- a season-long award. And to give it to somebody because they got hot and their numbers got inflated in August. In August is just really ridiculous to me. But playoff baseball is around the corner. We've got some really tight division races. The Braves not being one of them, which is always nice to see. Poverty Mets, 
we also love to see. I want to see Seattle win the division this year. So bad, dude. So, so bad. And then I want to see Texas be number two. I would love to see the Astros third in that division this year. Third in the West. They still may make the playoffs as that third team. It would. That's going to be the crazy thing, but too, is that you could have three AL West teams all make the playoffs. Currently... It's currently Tampa Bay, Texas, and Houston. Toronto's two and a half back of the wild card. Red Sox are five and a half back. Wow, the it Red probably is how, how it will shake up three AL West teams in the playoffs. It's going to be nuts. Right now. I believe the AL West, or I believe the AL playoffs will be more exciting than the NL playoffs this year. Yeah, just because of the solid wild card teams. Well, and just having a few teams that haven't been in there in a while. You got Baltimore. Texas hasn't been that great in a while. Uh, Seattle, that would be their second consecutive season in the playoffs after, what was it, 20 years, 25 years? Mm, about 15, 20. Early 2000s. Yeah, it was like the year I was born. And a wild card race is uh, pretty solid, though. So Milwaukee's leading the Central now. The Brewers? The Brewers. The Brew Crew. Phillies, Cubs, Diamondbacks. Giants are a half game out. Reds are one and a half games out. Marlins are two and a half out. I'd like to see I'd like to see San Francisco in there over the Phillies. Yeah. But the Phillies are the top wild card team right now, aren't they? Four and a half games up. And that sucks. Ozuna just went deep, I think. Um yeah, the playoff baseball this year should be very exciting. Gonna have some great matchups. A uh, or NL MVP race is a dog fight right now. It's gonna be very interesting to see. Um, and then, obviously, football season's coming back, so we're super hyped about that. Um, this episode comes out Thursday morning. If you haven't yet, go get entered for the From the Stands Fantasy League. Entries close at 11.59 on Thursday night. There is a pretty good cash grand prize. You do not want to miss it, and you get to play fantasy against the boys, and who doesn't want to get their ass whooped by the boys? Um does it, do you guys have anything else to add for this week? Use code FTS on Underdog. Get your first deposit doubled up to 100 bucks. Joseph? Awesome. We will see, <laughs> you. <laughs> we will see you guys next week. As always, we appreciate you guys tuning in. And, um, yeah, FTS on Underdog. Get signed up for the Fantasy League. We will see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.